listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. It is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Tuesday, the 30th of May 2023. Later, the opportunities for investors on the share market, which closed slightly weaker today. The S&P ASX 200 off by 0.1%, 7,209 points. For more, I spoke with Josh Gilbert, an analyst at eToro. Yeah, as you say, Ricardo, a bit of a muted session. Um, and that sort of comes after a pretty strong start to the week yesterday. We've really struggled for some direction today. We didn't have that sort of lead that we would usually get from from Wall Street, given the uh, sort of public holiday overseas. We didn't really get much economic data today uh, locally or any sort of corporate news as well. So, yeah, really struggled for direction today, traded in a really sort of uh, tight range. Um, and I think investors are still sort of digesting, you know, that, that sort of debt ceiling news um, and also going a little bit risk off as well before that inflation data this week. That tentative agreement to lift the US debt ceiling, are there still risks associated with it? Yeah, absolutely. I think there are still risks there because, as you say, it's a tentative agreement um, and this isn't over the line yet. But it feels as if markets know that there is so much incentive to sort of get a deal done um, that it's sort of you know unfathomable that, that it won't sort of get across the line. You know, that's why I don't think we've seen markets really blink over the last week or so with this news. Um, you know, we've still got U.S. futures in the green um, and we may see a bit of a relief rally depending on obviously how talks progress in, in the U.S. tonight as well. But I think much of that good news is already sort of priced in and, and there is certainly still risks associated um, as we move forward. Locally, we've got an inflation report out tomorrow, the CPI indicator. What's expected and what will the possible ramifications be? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's going to be the, the focal point for the for the week, really. Um, expectations are for inflation to actually pick up. So to 6.4% in the monthly reading, up from the 6.3% that we had uh, last month. And I think that just points towards um, that inflation isn't easy to fight. Um, if we get a number that comes in maybe above 6.4%, I think, you know, the expectations then grow again for, you know, another hike from, from the RBA because, you know, markets are pricing in uh, the peak of rates right now and, and that the RBA have sort of finished uh, and, you know, they, they're likely to pause in the next meeting. Um, but a weaker than expected number there, given that we had, um, you know, weaker retail sales, weaker unemployment data uh, will likely mean that the RBA will, will hold rates and, and pause at the next meeting. But, you know, one look overseas shows that sort of inflation is is sticky. It is tough to battle. Um, you know, Philip Lowe has been clear uh, that more rate hikes will be ahead if they're needed. So I think investors shouldn't maybe get too ahead of themselves um, because, you know, there, there is still plenty of, of uncertainty, especially when it comes to inflation. Uh, even though the market was pretty quiet, there was still some interesting news. We had two um, investor updates from a couple of big players. First of all, Wes Farmers. What did you make of it? Because I note that the company said consumers are continuing to trade down to value or, or cheaper products. And that's a space that Wes Farmers operates in with the likes of Kmart, for example. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this environment does bode well for, for those sort of consumer staples. Um, sort of names, you know, and ultimately we are going to see consumers starting to downtrade, um, you know, retail sales, you know, last week obviously came in flat, you know, consumer budgets, uh, household budgets are being squeezed from those, um, you know, consecutive rate hikes that we had from the RBA. 
Um, you know, it's largest in, in obviously over a decade and it's going to be, you know, a tough environment for people. And I think that's where, you know, people will turn to, to sort of businesses such as Kmart. You know, I think there is going to be, um, you know, a bit of a, a tricky environment for them, for especially for Wes Farmers. When you think of, you know, something like Bunnings, for example, that is a key part of their business that uh, that helps to drive profitability. Um, but we've seen, you know, business very similar to that in Home Depot struggle in the U.S. in, in Q1 because, Ultimately, consumers are, are maybe not deciding to do some home improvements at the moment. So I think it's a bit of a mixed bag for for for, uh, for Wes Farmers, but certainly that that sort of Kmart business is is certainly going to benefit in this current environment. The other one, and it's a company a lot of people like to talk about, it's Qantas. It says margins on international flying are expected to double by 2030. It's investing in technology like its app, and at the same time, it says its frequent flyers continue to prioritise travel over other categories like entertainment and beauty, for example. So what's your take on the company and what does it say about the consumer right now? Yeah, well, I think it's been a, a great year so far for Qantas and the good news doesn't seem to end, I think, for, for Qantas shareholders as well. Um, as you say, those stronger and um, margin and earnings expectations to, to sort of come as well and obviously, um, you know, on track for a record year this year. I think that's been really good for shareholders to hear today because it shows that maybe this year won't just be a sort of a flash in the pan and that growth should sort of continue. You know, travel is in a is in a real sweet spot right now. Um, it's got soaring demand, um, you know, limited sort of supply um, with obviously a lot of planes offline as well. Um, and unfortunately for consumers, that means that those sort of soaring airfares aren't sort of going to be going away anytime soon. But I think what it says about the consumer is that they aren't willing to sort of give up on something that was taken away from them uh, for a couple of years during the sort of the pandemic. And, you know, we mentioned, uh, you know, about sort of Wes Farmers there and down trading. You know, consumers are probably rather going to choose to, to fly overseas or fly domestically for a holiday rather than sort of doing those home improvements. Um, and I think, as I say, consumers are probably feeling, you know, a, a little bit positive about their job security and wages here in Australia. Um, and they're, they're feeling happy to sort of travel again, as I say, taken away from them for, for a long time. And I think Qantas is in a, is in a great position to continue bet- benefiting um, you know, from this rebounding travel demand uh, that we've seen and looks set to keep continuing. And just finally, in this environment right now, where do you see the opportunities for investors? Yeah, so look, I think it's there's a lot of uncertainty still happening. Um, we've had conversations there about sort of inflation, debt ceilings. There's always going to be something for investors to sort of worry about in markets. Um, but ultimately, we think that markets are, are probably, you know, um, deserving a bit of a breather. They've had a great start of the year, but there is still a lot of risk hanging over markets. A lot of what is priced into markets right now is the expectation that inflation continues to fall uh, and that rates begin you to, to be cut and keep coming down. Well, with what we've seen in the in the last sort of week or two with US PCE inflation data, um, and obviously if we get stronger than expected inflation data this week in Australia as well, it shows that inflation isn't coming down as much as we sort of first thought. That means that we, we're seeing some value in defensive assets um, that are well positioned to benefit from you know, what is going to be a global slowdown. So thinking those consumer staples, those utility types of names, you know, they are less exposed to these sort of rising economic risks. Um, and you know, the Fed, uh, the RBA still raising rates, keeping rates higher for longer. Their valuations look more attractive. Um, you know, and I think they, we believe that they will continue to, to perform well in this environment. Josh Gilbert from eToro there.
This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.